Ladies and gents, welcome to episode 6 of Shane Sports of New York. I am your host Shane Palma and today we will be talking all things NBA. That includes breaking down tonight's game 6 between the Toronto Raptors and Golden State Warriors, evaluating Kevin Durant's market after the injury, and predicting where every superstar will land this summer. Now I certainly can't do this all by myself, so please welcome in my special guest Steven. Hey everybody. Uh, it's an honor to be on uh, Beyond James podcast. You know, Stephen, it's an honor to finally have you on here. It's been it's been a long thank time you, coming. Thank you. I've been excited. Um, so, excited. Stephen, did you watch the game on Monday? I'm sure you did. I got to watch the second half. So you didn't see Kevin Durant's injury. I did not see the injury, but my phone was blown up. What was your immediate reaction when you heard that he had went down with an injury? My immediate reaction, I saw it. I saw it on uh, ESPN, like Bleacher Report notification on my phone. Durant uh, helped off court, and I was like, just like my jaw actually dropped. I was like, wow, I did not think that was going to happen. Did you think it was right for him to play in this game in the first place? Uh, it's just a tough question. So, like, it all goes back to like Kawhi Leonard last year sitting out with the Spurs. Everyone was trashing him because he was cleared to play, but like. A player knows his body best, so like Durant felt like he could play. I feel like it's it's always up to the player, in my opinion. I was I was watching it live, and as a Knicks fan, when I saw him, like the camera panned over, and he was sitting there on the ground holding his leg, my stomach dropped. Like I just, I felt sick. Like yeah, we, you know, we start off the off season basically um, with the draft lottery. Everyone's thinking the Knicks are going to get the first pick. It's like a Sherlock, except Knicks fans who think we're going to get the fifth pick. Um, we ended up in the middle at three, but we lose out on the Zion, Zion sweepstakes. Um, and now and now the Kevin Durant thing. It basically it looked like a gunshot had went off inside of his leg. That's how bad it was. It did look nasty. I saw the video. Um, you know, would you, as, as an NBA executive, now, as a Knicks fan... Uh, pretending to be the GM, I would still give him whatever money he wants to come play for my team. Would you pay him still? Of course, it's Kevin Durant. Even if he has to sit out a full year. Even if he has to sit out, he, the next this is not ideal, but it's still a great situation. You sign Kevin Durant to a max contract. He sits out the first year. That you let your Kevin Knoxes, your uh, Mitchell Robinsons, you let your players, your draft pick this year, most likely RJ Barrett. Let them develop, develop, get a year under them, find out how the NBA works, and then add in Kevin Durant, and you're uh, you're a contender instantly. Was there any other team that you think would make sense to to sign him besides the Knicks? I think if I'm Kevin Durant, I would re-sign with the Warriors. As an NBA fan, personally, don't want that because you know they're just they're insanely stacked. Mm-hmm. But um, the Lakers. I don't think they have a real shot. And the Clippers, I feel like everyone uh, is like linking the Clippers to Kawhi and Durant, but I don't, I don't really, I don't really just, I don't see it. What about the Nets, the other, the other team here in New York? How do you feel about them coming the into Nets, this offseason? I don't really see it. Like they have a nice team, D'Angelo Russell. Um, I love Levert and uh, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie just like kills my Sixers anytime he plays them, <laughs> but. I, I just don't see it. Other than that, they got Jared Allen, but like, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of the Nets. 
Well, speaking of the next, and we'll we'll start breaking down here each of these uh, free agents that uh, I had come up with a list of earlier. And we'll go, since we're talking about the Nets, right to D'Angelo Russell. He's an unrestricted free agent this year. And after trading Alan Crabb to the Hawks, the Nets have freed up two uh, max free agent slots. So if they want Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving like the Knicks, it's possible. But where, Stephen, where do you see D'Angelo Russell playing next season if that happens? I see D'Angelo Russell signing back with the Nets on a max contract. I think I just think the Nets are going to strike out on. I think they can get maybe Kyrie because uh, Kyrie's favorite team growing up was the Nets, so I feel like they can get Kyrie. But if they strike out on Kyrie, which I think they will, I think they'll get. Uh, they'll just pay D'Lo. See, I don't. It, it's tough because like they made the playoffs this year with Russell. Uh, basically on his back. He was carrying them through most of it uh, until they ran into the 76ers, obviously. that uh, We all know how that one ended. But it just it seems like his place, especially after the whole incident with, I think he was carrying weed on him that he got in trouble for. Yeah. So he's going to get some, yeah. some sort of punishment from that from the NBA. I think the Nets want to move on. They want some of these other guys because there's plenty of other superstars out here. So I'm going to say the Mavs. I really think the Mavericks have a shot at getting some big free agents to sign with Porzingis. I know they'll probably end up giving him a max contract at some point, depending on how this upcoming season goes. But I really think you can play Luka Doncic anywhere. I know he's played the point, he's played shooting guard, he's played small forward this season, so his position really doesn't matter. And, you know, adding D'Angelo Russell to that team could honestly make them a contender, I think. I, I do like the Mavs as a uh, potential d shooter. Uh, and then we, you know, backtracking a little bit, we just talked about the 76ers being the Nets in the playoffs. Two guys, I don't know if you how much of a fan you were of them when they were on the team this year, Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris. Where do you see them going this offseason? All right, so Jimmy Butler, I feel like it's obvious he's going to stay. Everyone says Lakers, but wow, it just makes so much sense for Jimmy Butler to stay with the Sixers. He was um, in, the, in the regular season as a Sixers fan, I was on the... Uh, bring back Tobias, let Jimmy walk, but I see that, like, Jimmy was saving his body, his, his late 20s, 29, I believe, he was saving his body for the playoffs, and I was like, yeah, okay, and then he actually showed it in the Raptors series, he's our, by far our best, in, uh, best player. I feel like the Sixers can offer him the most money on a max contract, and he wants to win, if all he really wants to do is win, I feel like the best chance he has is with the Sixers. Because, like, they're just... The talent the Sixers have, maybe it's just me being biased, but I feel like the Sixers have the most talented team in the East. Interesting. Well, I mean, I think the most talented team in the East might be the Toronto Raptors, only because they're in the finals right now. That's a pretty bold take. It, it is, it is. We're, uh, Joel Embiid said, we're one hand washed away from the finals. <laughs> what about Tobias Harris? Where do you see him going? Tobias Harris, I see either the Nets or the Sixers. I I hope it's – I see him signing back with the Sixers on a max. The Sixers seem intent to just run it back. All the players, John Bede wants to run it back. Simmons wants to run it back. It just makes so much sense. He stresses the forwards for Embiid. Um, when Simmons or Butler's out of the game, he becomes our primary ball handler. Um, he flows in the offense. He can spot up for threes, catch and shoot threes. He just fits so well with the Sixers. 
Do they have enough money to do that? They do have enough money, Interesting. Yeah. All right, well, you basically mentioned the two teams that I was going to say for each player. Jimmy Butler, I think, is a perfect fit for the Lakers. I really think that LeBron will get a, an established, significant upgrade uh, for scoring. And it just, you know, he's reliable. He has playoff experience. I think he, you know, we'll, we'll get to Kyrie Irving a little bit later again. But I just think Jimmy Butler playing in Los Angeles would make more sense than him going back to 76ers. I've heard some stuff uh, this offseason already kind of starting that, you know, he's not, he's kind of moved on. I think he posted something on Instagram like, thank you, Philly. Like he's, he's kind of, the ship has sailed. I don't know as a Philly fan for you, if you know how you feel about his, his take on all that, but uh, Tobias Harris, I also think is gone. You said it. I think the Nets are going to get him. I think then he's going to be one of the two players the Nets signed to a max contract. Um, he's a great scoring threat. I think he would gel really well with Jared Allen and Spencer Dimwitty and all those guys over there. And then transitioning over to the other guy, I think the Nets are going to get, uh, who I just mentioned is Kyrie Irving. Uh, you know, he just got like some townhouse, um, 40 minutes from the Barclays Center, although it's 20 minutes from MSG. So, you know, time could tell which team he chooses. But letting D'Angelo Russell go, like I said before, I think Kyrie Irving and Tobias Harris would make up a great, uh, great Nets roster. I don't know where you have Kyrie going, but that's what my take is. I have Kyrie going to the Knicks. That I like to hear. Only if the Celtics don't get Anthony Davis. Celtics playing Anthony Davis, I think it just makes so much sense for Kyrie to re-sign. Maybe even if he doesn't want to be in Boston for the long term, just a short-term one- or two-year deal, it just makes so much sense uh, if the Celtics get Anthony Davis for him to play with Anthony Davis. But if they don't, then I think it just makes sense for him to go to the Knicks. He'll be the man in New York. He'll have good supporting cast with all the Knox and Robinson, like I mentioned, or Jay Barrett, maybe. Um so, yeah, I think the Knicks would be a great spot for Kyrie. Now, as a Knicks fan, I'm already used to disappointment, which is why I didn't say the Knicks for Kyrie Irving. But, um, you know, Kyrie Irving, I think, would definitely be a great fit on the Knicks. He would be the, he'd run the point right behind him. would be Dennis Smith Jr. as a great six-man. The only problem I have is that if the Knicks at this point sign Kyrie and then sign Durant and Durant rests this year, I don't know what the Knicks would be able to do. They'd kind of be in like another lull, but I don't think they'd be in a spot where they could either make the playoffs or have a good chance at a top draft pick. Like Kyrie Irving playing with RJ and Mitch Robb and Kevin Knox, I think that you know it would definitely elevate all their games, but I don't think it would be to a point where even they can get an eight seed. So, you know, signing Kyrie Irving, you know, it's it's a toss-up for me right now. It all depends on what the Knicks do if they maybe sign or trade for rather Anthony Davis, which we'll get into now. And you mentioned the Celtics. What do you think the Celtics would have to give up to get Anthony Davis? Um, it's tough. I think the Celtics to get Anthony Davis probably have to give up maybe one or both of Tatum and Jalen Brown. Um, I'm not sure how the salary caps would work, if they would have to give up somebody to make the salaries work. Um, and then I feel like they would have to obviously throw in a bunch of picks, mm -hmm. maybe two or three first-rounders. 100% it's going to take Jason Tatum. We already know that the Pelicans declined an offer from the Lakers, which had, I think it was Kuzma and Lonzo Ball in it. So they, they want a significant amount. 
except Anthony Davis isn't doing himself any favors. Um, I know a report came out yesterday from his agent saying that Anthony Davis will be a free agent in 2020, like definite. So I don't know if that means like if he goes somewhere, he's not going to resign. So why would you even trade anything for him? So I yeah, definitely, I saw that report yeah. Also. So I think it'd definitely be interesting uh, to see what the Pelicans do. I know they're 100% going to hold on to that number one draft pick with whatever happens. They're going to have Zion Williamson on their team next year. It's just a matter of will he be playing with Anthony Davis. And now let's transition a little bit here. Uh, We were talking about the finals earlier. There's some players right now in the finals that are going to be free agents once this uh, series concludes. And let's start with Klay Thompson. Where do you see Klay Thompson playing next season, Stephen? I see Clay Thompson resigning back with the Warriors on a max contract. Interesting. It just uh, uh, it just makes so much sense. I feel like Clay doesn't really want to leave. I feel like he loves it in Golden State. He's won multiple titles there. Loved by the fans. Loves his teammates. Um, he's on a bird right, so like they can offer him whatever they want. Um, but if he were to leave Golden State, I would say the Lakers would be the perfect destination for Clay. See, I had Lakers in mind, but once I had the Lakers getting Jimmy Butler, I kind of like shifted all my thoughts. And I said instead, I don't know if you're going to like this or not, but I said the 76ers. I, you know, you would, right? Uh, it makes it makes perfect sense to me. They, you know, if they lose Tobias Harris, they lose Jimmy Butler. And I know J.J. Redick is also a free agent. So those are some like significant three-point shooters that are gone. And we all know Ben Simmons, you know, as great of a player as he is, can't shoot threes for his life. So I think Ed and Clay Thompson in with Simmons and Embiid, I think that would work perfectly. That would work perfectly. I think I would rather have Clay Thompson than Jimmy Butler. I'm going to be honest. Especially on a max contract, that definitely seems like it would work. Uh, and then moving on to Kawhi Leonard, who's uh, probably besides Durant, I would put him as the biggest name that's a free agent this year. You know, many people say that. He is the same. He's on the same caliber as Durant. I don't see that. I still think Durant is a better player than him overall. Um, I'll start with this one since I've given you most of them. I think Kawhi Leonard, I think where he goes is all dependent on how the rest of this final series goes. I think that if the Raptors win, he stays. I, I don't know how long he stays, but I think he'll sign a contract to re-sign with Toronto, play definitely the next two seasons there. If they lose... I think he goes to the Clippers. I think that's was his preferred destination before any of this started, going back all the way last year to when he was sitting out for the Spurs. He wanted to play in L.A., not for the Lakers, but for the Clippers. Um, the, the, the Clippers have the money to do it. They have two max contracts, just like the Knicks and the Nets. So their their wallet is open, and Kawhi is in waiting. What do you think, Stephen? I would uh, agree with the – actually, I agree – almost completely with your take on that one. If the Raptors win, I feel like there's no way he doesn't leave or doesn't re-sign with the Raptors. They can offer him the most money. Um, he literally is probably the greatest Toronto Raptor ever if they win. That's crazy um, to think about. Tonight. Yeah, it's one year. It's kind of the best in franchise history. Um, but if they were to lose, I still think it's 50-50. He comes back to Toronto, get the entire country behind him. But if he were to leave, I also agree he would probably go to uh, the Clippers. Now, he, it's been linked to the Clippers since like the beginning of the season. Um, he would fit in tremendously there. They have a bunch of great, talented 
solid role players like Gallinari, Landry Shamit, Gildas Alexander, Montrezl mm-hmm. Harrell, Lou Williams. I think that would be a great fit. What odds would you put the Knicks at? I know we keep talking about the Knicks. Obviously, this is Shane Sports of New York, so we got to do it for the New York fans. What odds would you put the Knicks at uh, signing Kawhi Leonard? I don't see it happen. Sorry. Sorry, New York fans. <laughs> I just don't see it happening. New York, big market. I, I just don't think Kawhi wants to go to a huge market. And, like, L.A. is big, but the Lakers will always be number one. Uh, going back to the Lakers for a second, I know that there's two significant big men out there in this offseason that are free agents, both DeMarcus Cousins, who's currently on the Warriors right now, trying to get his first ring after jumping on the bandwagon, and then Nikola Vucevic, who had a phenomenal season. I know in most fantasy formats, he finished inside the top 10 uh, for all player production. Uh, Steven, where do you see both of these guys landing? I see Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins. Um, I don't think he'll get the five-year max contract anywhere, especially with his injury history. So I feel like him re-signing with the Warriors on a one- to two-year deal to get that ring to build up his status again to all-star level. Or I see him going to the Mavs. Like, the Mavs need have a lot to spend. I feel like it would make sense for the Mavs to take a flyer on Boogie Cousins, hopefully he can get back to that all-NBA-like like, uh, production. Just pair that with, even if he doesn't, if he just comes back and averages 20 and 10. 20 and 10 is really nice when you have Chris Dash Porzingis at the four and Luka Doncic. And, like, it just makes sense mm-hmm. for him to sign with the Warriors and the Mavs. Do you value Vucevic to a max contract this offseason, or do you think he would sign for less? Uh, he's great rebounder and on offense but I just feel like he's not that great of a defender and he's an old style center back to the basket low post type player he has a he has a decent jump shot but like I, I don't think he's worth the max contract see I don't think he's worth that either which is why I think it would make sense for him to join where I said Jimmy Butler to the Lakers I don't think the Lakers can win with JaVale McGee starting the most minutes at center It would make sense for LeBron to get a great rebounder like that. I do think that there's going to be regression. He is getting older. He's one of the older guys on the market right now. But it makes sense the Lakers need a center. And then transitioning over, Al Horford, another older center who's available this year, is a free agent. uh, leaving. Most likely, I think he would leave the Celtics because I think that Boston would bring in DeMarcus Cousins. I think that if they don't get Anthony Davis, it would make sense to bring in a great scoring threat. Um, you know, you lose Kyrie Irving potentially, and you don't get Anthony Davis, but you bring in Cousins. Maybe you sign, you know, JJ Redick, and then you're running a team with those two plus Tatum plus uh, Jalen Brown. And I, you know, that that squad. I think while it's not as good as it was this year, because I think Kyrie Irving kind of trumps all the other talent that were that they would be bringing in. I definitely think it could contend for the playoffs. Yeah, I can see that. I have Vucevic re-signing with the Magic. Um, I just think there's no way the Magic let Vucevic go. They have the best season in forever with Vucevic. He was their all-star this year. First all-star in a while they've had. Um, been to the playoffs for a while. I just feel like they'll overpay to keep Vucevic. That would be interesting. I don't think, I don't, you know, the mat, that the, the reason why I didn't, because now I'm remembering, the reason why I didn't have Vucevic resigning is because of Mo Bamba. 
I think that they finally try to develop him this year. I don't want to say that he's a bust right now because he really he was kind of hurt on and off last year, and Vucevic stole most of his minutes because of how well he played. So that's why it makes the most sense for me to see him walk. Yeah, I can see. I, I understand that, yeah. Uh, and I think really that's those we hit upon most of the key guys. There's a few others like Julius Randle, um, Marcus Saul, Chris Middleton. Um, for Gasol and Middleton, I have them both resigning. Middleton had a great season with the Bucks in Milwaukee. He played um, great to getting the ball to Giannis and letting Tenemakumpo do his thing. Marcus Gasol has been fantastic for the Raptors in the finals, especially if they win. I think he stays. He's 34 right now, possibly a two-year contract, maybe you know around 30 million, 15 a year would make sense. Uh, Julius Randle, the Pelicans are going to break it down totally. I think he'll he'll definitely be gone. Uh, Cavaliers are an option that I think that he could go to. The Cavs could potentially trade the older, more expensive Kevin Love. They would get younger. They'd have Colin Sexton to pair with Julius Randle, plus whoever they get in the draft, possibly Culver, uh, maybe Cam Reddish. We'll see. Uh, Steven, where do you think some of these guys are going to end up going? I have Marcus Saw going back to the Raptors. I feel like if your team wins the in the finals or is winning the finals, like if you're one game away from winning the finals, I feel like I would resign. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Marcus Saw will resign. He's getting older, as you said, 34. Like this will be this is the best chance he'll ever have to win a ring. So I feel like he'll resign with the Raptors. Uh, Middleton, I feel like Chris Middleton, the Bucks will give him a max contract. I don't know if he's worth it. I think he's pretty close to being worth it. But uh, I was saw that uh, Giannis at his uh, uh, press conference, like exit press conference or whatever, and he said um, he really uh, kept saying how much he wants everyone to come back. Mm-hmm. He wants them to resign all their free agents. So like. Giannis, I think he's he's by, he's going to be the MVP this year. I think um, if the front office, if your best player says bring everyone back, it's in your best interest to listen to your best player. Mm, absolutely. Uh, Julius Randle, I have um, surprisingly, I have Julius Randle going to the Nets. I feel like the Nets will strike out on a bunch of big free agents. I can see that. that. They, uh, have their have their sights set on. Um, I feel like they'll strike out on Tobias Harris, as I said. And I feel like Julius Randle is like a lesser version of Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris without a jump shot, really. Um, he's a great forward who can score. I feel like the Nets would be a great spot for Randle. And we keep talking about rings and playoffs and bringing people back. But right now, we're at a game six for the NBA Finals. One game away from potentially the Raptors blowing a 3-1 to lead to tie the series with the Warriors 3-3. Um, I'm not. Do you know where they play tonight? I'm not sure. Are they back in Golden State? Uh, it's in Golden State. Okay. Last game at Oracle. Um, so I personal opinion, th- there is no doubt in my mind that this game is going to Game Seven. I think that the Warriors are going to rally around Durant, who's not healthy to play, obviously because of the injury. Um, I think the Warriors win this whole series. What do you think? I absolutely agree. I feel like it's almost a given that the Warriors win tonight. Um. I'm almost so confident. I don't know what the line is, but I'm almost telling my dad to put some money on the Warriors tonight. I'm mm-hmm. so confident. Um, in Golden State, Kevin Durant shows up. The building will go nuts for him, showing support for him. I feel like teams are just going to gather around that, and they're just going to get momentum from the jump. And 
I feel like it's a blowout for the Warriors tonight. And in Game 7, I feel like anything can happen in a Game 7. Mm-hmm. I feel like home, home court, I feel like the Raptors will take it in 7. Interesting. Who do you think is the biggest X factor for tonight's game in Game 6? Tonight is, uh, I would say, Steph Curry. I feel like if Steph Curry has one of those Steph Curry games where he goes off for 45, I, I don't feel like the Warriors are going to lose. See, I'm going to basically partner with you on that one, except I'm going to take his splash brother, Clay Thompson. I think Clay Thompson, like every year, he has like those games, like those, you know, where he has like 50 and he drops like 11 threes or something ridiculous yeah. like that. I think that's tonight. I think playing in front of the home crowd, he's just like, they're just going to keep feeding him the ball and he's going to like drain every shot. And it's going to be crazy. And I, I, I think they win by like double digits tonight. I'm that confident in the Warriors too. I'm very confident in the Warriors tonight. With all that being said, uh, the NBA draft is next week. Uh, Shane Sports of New York will be back covering the draft. There is going to be a live vlog. Well, not live, but we will have a live, live podcast next week. A vlog will be posted later in the week, recapping when I go to the NBA draft. I want to thank Stephen for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Yes, definitely. Thank you to all the listeners for Shane Sports in New York, and be on the alert for more content.